Hello, movement geeks and fellow Pilates lovers. Welcome to the Thinking Pilates podcast, where we're having rich and every so often out there conversations about the movement and mindset of Pilates and how it just might help us all to be better humans and a happier community. I'm James Crater, and while I am mostly a movement investigator and consummate nerd, I'm also the owner of Evolved Body Studio in Sacramento, California, and your often co-host here at Thinking Pilates. I'm joined in this wild venture by my dear friends and colleagues, Chantel Lopez and Deborah Colway. The Thinking Pilates podcast is not only a passion project, but a critical platform for sharing and holding open discussions about movement and teaching. So if you love what we're doing and the mood strikes, we'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or share favorite episodes with whomever will listen. And if you do all three, that'd be pretty sweet too, because your support matters. After the show, we'll give you some more details about how you can connect with each of us and uh, probably some details about any upcoming events or projects that we have going down. Quick note before we get started, we love words. And sometimes in our enthusiasm, some of our favorite words happen to have four letters. We hope you love all the words enough that even if you're sensitive to the savory, you've enjoyed your time with us too much to care. So friends, whether you're relaxing, exploring, or in the midst of squeezing some kind of muscle, let's get ready to think Pilates. It's season two, episode six, and we are interviewing today Blossom Leilani Crawford, and it's a fantastic interview that I can't wait for you to listen to. So I won't take too much time, but I, we didn't really do the introduction justice in the interview. So I wanted to make sure we were all on the same page to start out and to tell you a little bit about Blossom before we dive into this really funny, really wonderful conversation. Blossom Leilani Crawford is the owner of Bridge Pilates in Brooklyn, New York. She is also one of the primary lineage bearers of Kathy Grant's work. And beyond that, she is really what we think of as kind of a bastion of modern Pilates. We're super, super excited to have Blossom on the podcast and you hear all about that. You hear us gushing at length about that. Um, but not only because she's a cool chick, but she actually is super smart and has so much to offer our community. So I will not delay us any further. Here we go. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to another Thinking Pilates podcast. Uh, I think by now you know who I am. And I am joined tonight uh Drinking a glass of wine. That's like, right. It's nighttime, people. Yeah, it's nighttime. I think I said that in the last podcast I was drinking. Maybe there's an issue. Maybe I'll cut we, we were drinking. We were drinking wine in the last podcast. However, it was the middle of the afternoon. So <laughs> now it's nighttime. Okay, well, I'll, maybe I'll cut it out of the last podcast. <laughs> no, leave it in. They should just know that this yeah. is... <laughs> This is what happens. This, this is how you get the sh work done. And I'm also in my bed once again. Which oh, I'm I jealous. I love. Um, I am here with uh, James Crater, obviously. Howdy. Hi. Hi. 
And we have we have wonderful, wonderful, sweet, beautiful guests on today, tonight. Um, Blossom. Hello. Hi. Hi. So this is my first moment ever to speak to you, and I'm thrilled and excited, and I've been stalking you a little bit. and trying oh, exciting. To you. I know. I know. It's nice to have, you know, like the nice kind of stalkers. I'm a nice stalker. Oh, good. I hope I've been giving you good material to look at. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that onesie though. Make sure oh yeah. I'm, I'm going to send you my onesie. Okay, That's great. Good. Yeah. Well, I, wear, I wear it when it drops below 30. Oh, nice. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we've been, um, we're excited. I would say, uh, can speak for both of us that, to have you on the podcast and, um, we've just been cranking them out for season two and it's been really one great conversation after another. And, I, I'm sure that tonight's going to be no less uh, fantastic. I am going to let James take the lead here because he has a relationship with you and has crafted some really lovely questions. However, um, in my stocking, uh, <laughs> there were a couple of things that just really struck me actually. Uh, and I wanted to share because I feel like maybe this uh, will set the tone or could be interesting um, it, it resonates strongly with a lot of the conversations we've been having. And I think also is, is a reflection of what we're kind of all about and after in the podcast. And so there are two things. One, uh, so I was watching the video of you and James that James, you know, when he interviewed you, that was sometime. Oh ago. yeah. Yeah. Inside the Pilates studio. Um, and uh, you were talking about, you know, being kind of honest and straightforward and how, um, how Kathy was that way. And then there's this testimonial on your website that I just really loved. And it struck me because it, it was kind of a reflection of that. And the, the testimonial is blossom sizes up what will work <laughs> psychologically and physiologically for a given client. And together that's where we go. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's just like, Oh God. Yes. Like what a great, what a great articulate thing to say. And so perfect. I think in my opinion, from a distance, uh, of what I imagine your work to be. Um, so I just thought that was really, really uh, eye opening and, and also just evident of, um, you know, how you are presenting yourself as a teacher in the world. Yeah, thank you. That guy, uh, he, I have to tell him that I'm seeing him tomorrow. Oh, and he really? Love, oh he will love to know that people are actually reading that. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that you size the, you know, that you size your clients up, your students up. I love that. Psychologically and physiologically, you know, like yes. assessing them. I love it. And then you go there, you know, there's just like no, no hesitation. Well, that's funny because the first time he came to me, um, I sort of, I had an agenda with him and, um, at the end of it, he was like, so sweetie, if mm-hmm. you want me to come back, he was like, basically, he was like, this was great, but that's not really what I'm looking for here. Like he was, cause wow. I was sort of like, I was like, let's get you strong. Let's push you. And he was like, honey, I just kind of want to move around a little bit. And if you kind of make <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, so if you make me kind of do that, he's like, I'm just not going to really want to come back. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's real yeah, honest. It could be that honest. Yeah. 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 And so I was sort of like, oh, I get it. You don't need me to make you stronger. You just want to maintain some movement. Okay. 
I can do that too. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, uh-huh. Love yeah, it. but I like how he was like, I'm not going to want to come back. And it's kind of like, well, I kind of want you to come back. So I better help this, you know, kind of give the guy what he's looking for. Yeah, I love it. Love it. So the other thing was I was looking at the, um, the tribute site uh, for Kathy, mm. where you're, you know, mm. you're, you're inviting people to share their stories and exercises and insights and, and all of that beautiful stuff. The, A labor of love. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. Well, the very first thing, um, as you scroll down on that page, is from uh, Kathy's niece, Carolyn. Yeah. Uh, and right? it was it's the best. So lovely. <sighs> best. I mean, and I just felt like reading that and lo- and seeing those pictures. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, it just, I mean, it almost tells you everything you need. Yeah. yeah. Carolyn is, you know, and I, it was so important to me to have her lead it and start it because I feel like Kathy Grant is come some almost like not mythical, but she's like this figure and, and people sort of think of her as one thing. It's like these people had families and lives and people who loved them. And yeah. And Carolyn really, I don't know. And she just like, and she just nailed it home. And, and, you know, and I've met Carolyn many times, like actually in, I met her in San Francisco and, and like the most elegant woman and just loved her aunt, which you could totally see in that. And it was just, yeah, it's just really interesting. And I'm so glad that you sort of read it and sort of were sort of, you felt something from it because it really oh, totally. was so important to me to have her there and lead it off. And I was just so happy with it. I, I hope she, I, I mean, I hope she reads the darn thing. I know. Well, let me just share this one piece because she's sure. talking about um, her relationship with Kathy and she's talking about their relationship through movement and dance. Yeah. And Kathy says something to her about success and like, Hey, look, oh. if you're, if you're attached to worldly success, then, you know, you might, you might just reconsider that. And Carolyn says at once, I understood that this work is not glamorous or frivolous. It is essential yeah. life work. I mean, I'm almost like, it brings me it, to tears almost like it's just, it's something so perfect about the words, right? Glamorous or frivolous. It's neither one, but it's essential. I mean, yeah. it just, there's something in that, that I feel like is so powerful. Um, and that, and there's a little bit more to that, but, but I think maybe that's just where I'll leave it for the moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. So sweet. So sweet. So sweet. So James, take us away. Take us further. <laughs> what you got, kid? Beat that. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Bali. Um, Bali. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. Good. Uh, so I'm super excited to talk to you. I feel like I feel like the only time we get to really have in-depth conversations anymore is like on air. Yeah, we I don't like that. that. Mm. Well, we do have lots of little conversations about food. So donuts. what donuts? Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what what the audience may not realize is Blossom and I are like real life friends. So that's true. I'm very excited to get to talk to you tonight about more than just donuts or delicious Italian food. And, yes. Oh, uh, that was a good meal. So good. We've had really good, we've had really good I know exactly meals. what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. That was so, a good meal. I think most people know you, Blossom, um, mm-hmm. kind of from that intro, you know, as, as a Kathy Grant legacy bearer yeah. or the owner of Bridge Pilates. 
Yeah, giant studio in Brooklyn. This humongous studio. <laughs> 350 square. <laughs> and you know, but honestly, honestly, that studio is so, so you. I mean, Thank you. it's really... Uh, it's just, I agree, it's, James. It's literally... <laughs> so for people who haven't had the chance to go to Bridge Pilates, it's... It's essentially a studio apartment. I mean, there's a kitchen there yep. and a bathroom and a shower. Yep. And, and yep. My, favorite, my favorite cue is like, turn to the kitchen and lean yeah. back. Like, you know, like how <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so you and your work, though, because you just, you just invite people into your world yeah. and you're present with them. And I can't imagine that work taking place in like a 4,000 square foot, all windowed, high rise studio you know it's just I agree with you I mean I could do it but it wouldn't be the same I'd probably like I'd probably do the same thing where I'd like like hoard all my props in a corner (laughs) it would be Blossom's corner it would be like this (laughs) even when I teach at like big places I find that I'm like okay let's just work in this tiny space together because I want you to see like like, and then I'm like oh my god there's this huge space but let's just work right here well something that something that I realized I didn't realize it about you I didn't I didn't notice it about you until the first time I went to your studio is that you you're like me we're really affected by our environment and really into design yeah and so uh, yeah. you know, I walked into your space. I'm like, oh, she's a design girl. I get it. No wonder I love her <laughs> because everything is like meaningful, but placed in just the right Correct. spot. So yes. yeah, you know, if, if it's, if you have to navigate that huge space, it would just be a different, it would be a different blossom experience. Hey, that's exactly right. I'd have to spend more on interior design. but you know what so you know with like ironically this is sort of getting to my very first question yeah because you grew up on hawaii where you are you are literally limited for space yes or and isolated yeah yeah (laughs) so do you think that that has anything to do with like how you are comfortable or more or less in space that's a good question i mean i think like, you know, even when I had, like, you know, in Hawaii, we had more space than I have in New York. Oh, yeah, but, for sure. But what I think, I think maybe the thing about, like, growing up in Hawaii, is you sort of, like, have that thing of, like, you see that vista, that, like, long horizon line. Like, there's the ocean. Like, you know, I don't get that in New York. Mm-hmm. But I do sort of, like, you know, I can step back and see that a lot. And so often when I see a client, I do find myself, I step back a lot. So like, you know, Mm -hmm. you go in and then, then when you feel like they have it, I force myself to walk away and step back. And I never sort of put the two together until just now, but like, maybe that's a part of it. sort of Mm -hmm. a looking back and sort of seeing it from afar. Cause you know, you, you see such different things or like, after you look at that, then you kind of walk around and be like, huh, what's this over here? Mm -hmm. You know, and that's Mm -hmm. like, you know, that's like a hike in Hawaii. It's like, okay, so I'm on this mountain. Wow. It looks totally different from over here. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got to go in close because look at that weird little orchid right there. Yeah. Back and yeah. 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 Like that detail to form. And like, you know, when I walk around in in Hawaii, like (laughs) when I was a kid, I would do like, I would walk home and I knew where like, oh yeah, great. On this block, I can get a guava. Like if Mm -hmm. I walk farther I can find like you know those berries at this bush and like I kind of like would graze on my way home <laughs> <laughs> which now you just do but in an urban environment thank you very much that's right <laughs> that's really true 
but what that is, is like, you know, you're looking at details. Like as you walk along, you're like, oh, I know that tree because it looks like that. The bark looks like that. And like, I feel like that's the same with our work. It's like, oh, wait, I know that. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, I know that look. Like what's going on here? Like there's something. And it's, and like, you know what I mean? Like it's sort of like just paying attention, right? So it's like a lot of those little details. And, you know, that's the difference between getting a little snack on the way home or not, or seeing like, Hey, something's wrong with someone's that person's ankle. Like what's happening with that foot? You know, like that, it's yeah. to me, it's sort of the same kind of details. Yeah. You know, what's yeah. so great about that is that, you know, we in Sacramento, there's a teacher that's been hosting these um, teacher workshops on developing your eye as a teacher. Mm. James and I both have done one. And when we were preparing, James did his first and I was like, what are you going to do? He's like, I don't know. (laughs) And and then I was preparing for mine and I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I mean, the bottom line is like, you can't, you know, it's like, you can't, you can tell people like you can give them a framework and give them some ideas, but you cannot tell people how to see. And what's so beautiful about what you just said is that you know, what, what I always say is that you, like, it just takes time, right? You've got to see the thing over and over and over and over again. It's like, you've got to walk that path home, right? Over and over and over and over again. Like that's the only way. It's the only way to see. And you've got to have your eyes open and And you have to look for it. Yeah. And you got to be willing, right? That's right. I also think the other thing too, is you have to be willing to go, I don't know what that is. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, be like, something's up. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Because I feel like sometimes we are looking for something mm-hmm. and then something presents itself. You're like, holy moly, I, that's not at all what I was, what I was looking for. Yeah. 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 yeah I, was, I was looking for the knee thing. So why is that ankle acting weird? Exactly. That doesn't fit into my framework. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. Yeah, like I thought it would be this, not that at all. Shoot. <laughs> what do I do now? Mm-hmm. So you are you are the Kathy Grant, one of the Kathy Grant legacy bearers. You're the yeah. owner of Bridge Pilates. You're the I little am. girl who grew up on Hawaii eating <gasps> guava. Oh my God, yes. So what did that little girl want to be when she grew up? It didn't matter. I wanted to get off the island. <laughs> Just, you know, I so, no, yeah, like, okay, you know, this is going to sound so bad, but you know, on Footloose in that movie, the girl memorized the train schedule. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So I grew up and was like, so how much does it cost to get to California? Because that's the closest thing. I was like, it's $500. I was like, and I literally was like, how am I going to make $500? Like, that's what I grew up being like, what can I do to make $500? I got to get out of here. Get me out of here. What what was that about? Was it a was it a uh, feeling limited in Hawaii or an interest in what else was out there? Um, It was a lot. It was a multi layered thing. It was definitely like, please, can I see something else? Can I Mm -hmm. go to another state? Um, It was definitely like a bad home life that I grew up in. Like it was just like I needed to like just I wanted to go someplace where I didn't know anyone. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wanted to be a, like, I didn't want, I wanted to know, I wanted to see, be in a sea of strangers. I mm-hmm. kind of, in another sense, maybe wanted to reinvent myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want, and I just wanted to see the world. Like I just never saw it. And I was like, I want to go see it. There's, there's some good stuff out there. I, I, and I just want to adventure. I mean, to this day, I still like, you know, I still feel that way. Just like, well, what, well, okay. What's that like? Let me see it, you know? Cause, and you can't really 
like, you know, as much as it's like, I wonder what Switzerland is like, you never know until you're there. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, this is what it's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I think that just really came from a lot of things. Like, you know, there was no real art scene. Like there was no place for like teenagers to go to like hang out and do fun things. So there's a lot of bored kids. You know, I, I just wanted to do, I just wanted some adventure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then at a pivotal age, you moved 17, baby, far, far, far <laughs> away from Hawaii. If you could see how big my grin is about that. <laughs> Bye. And, Bye. <laughs> Bye. Exactly. So See you later. You ended up in New York. I did. Oh my God. It, I, I didn't intend to, like, I thought actually that I would go to California. Uh-huh. Yeah, Cali- you know, it was a little scary. Like I, like, so I applied to all these West Coast schools and, like, two in New York. And the West Coast ones, I thought, like, well, it'd be closer to home. So, you know, maybe it would be easier. And um, one day I'll get to New York. I don't even know why I wanted to go to New York. Yeah. It was well, just... Did you, were, uh, did you go... Were you applying for dance or were you just, yeah. like, applying to college? No, I was applying for dance. It's the only thing I did. Yeah. The only yeah. thing I knew how to do. And and my my adopted mom at that point was... Um, she was my modern dance teacher and she kind of helped me out. She helped me and she had heard about NYU and she helped me get... She helped me get my shit together. Because yeah. I, I didn't know... I didn't know how to do any of this. Like, you know, she... You know, I kind of... It was... Yeah, there was a lot going on. So she... Yeah helped me sort of figure it out. And I applied to these schools in New York and I don't know what it was about New York. And I remember her sitting me down and being like, okay, so you got into these schools and these schools and we sort of like, you know, like looking at a map, she's like, so what do you think? And I was like, well, I could go to California. I remember saying to her, like I could go to California or Seattle and then I could eventually go to New York. And she was like, well, if you want to go to New York, why don't you just go to New York? Mm-hmm. And you know, which is the point lady. I know, but like, why are you dilly dallying? Just get I, there. But you know, like, this is where my mother's amazing, where she was just like, go. What, like, mm-hmm. you know, but like, other parents would be like, yeah, do the safe thing, do that thing that, like, just, yeah, you know, like, yeah, just do that and then make that big jump. She was just like, honey, if that's what you want to do and where you want to go, go. Mm. And I don't, and, and thank God, because I wonder if I would have gotten scared a little. So, because I was just like, all right, let's go. <laughs> Must do it. So that was pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah so uh, when you were dancing in Hawaii, were you doing mostly classical, mostly modern, or like both? I was you, doing both at that point. Both. Yeah, I was doing yeah. both. Um, yeah. So actually, but ironically enough, by the time I got to NYU, NYU is more like their their performances was more in modern. Yeah. My ballet technique was stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I didn't like the thing about modern is that it's like um, you know it's sort of like ethnic food. It's like you can have you know Japanese is different from Korean is different. So same with like modern dance. It's like well, there's this style and this style and this style, and you were expected to be able to do all of it. So my technique in that sense was not as strong. So I actually came into NYU being a, ba- a better ballet dancer than a modern dancer. <laughs> yeah. 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 How did the transition from Hawaii to New York affect you? Or is it like fish out of water? Or were you perfectly at ease? Uh, no, it was hard, but I was like, I was like a sponge. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was, I, I, I mean, I, 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 I was like bursting at the seams. Like, yeah. yeah. 
yes, I know. <laughs> like, I just, I mean, I, and that the funny thing I was, I remember like my first day at NYU, it was like you had to go register in person because they didn't even do like, but later it turned into like a phone system where you could like punch in these numbers. But back in the day, like you actually had to go and register in person. And I remember it like there was this big old table and all these people were sitting at it. And I sat at the one empty seat and I remember sitting down and just picture this yellow t-shirt flower crocheted skirt oh wow yeah uh uh-huh it gets better it's Uh, super islandy yes sunflower (laughs) umbrella not because it was raining but because i wanted the accessory i think (laughs) did you have a flower did you have a flower in your hair that's what i was picturing it's coming remember the the bucket hat from the show blossom (laughs) with the big sunflower in the front yes Uh Uh yes Yeah, and my, uh-huh and my first black shoes because I just went to like like um pay less or like you know that like store anyway so yeah that was my outfit I sat down and I was like hi I'm Blossom I'm from Hawaii where are you guys from like you know like like let's just be besties you know like that kind of thing <laughs> um I sat at the table oh you know the fame school LaGuardia <laughs> I sat at this table of all of those people they were all friends They'd all performed together and they were all over it. You know what I mean? They're like, holy shit, who and what is this? And I remember this one girl, and she like roll, she she didn't roll her eyes. She just was sort of like, What is your name? You know, that kind of thing. Like, my name is Blossom. Where are you from? Hawaii. And she was like, if I were from Hawaii, I would just stay there. <laughs> I thought she was just trying to be like, oh, small girl, where are you coming from? What are you, you know, like, you know, like, cause I was so intimidated by like, oh my God, I'm going to the city. All these people know so much more than me. Yeah. And they were like, what the hell are you doing here? You're from paradise. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. most, and the funny thing is that those people ended up being my friends, but it was just like, I was a sponge. It was so much fun, like to like, and there were some interesting things happening dance wise. Like there was this woman who was visiting from Turkey and she made me like, you know, like do stuff that was just like crawl around the floor. Like, you know, yell. And I was like, okay, I'll do it. Like, you know, like I'll just go on for it. In that sense, it was just like, yeah, let's go. And I really worked really hard to get there. And so I was like, I'm not wasting my time, which is really a part of how I got to like the Kathy part. Like I was like, I know this is expensive stuff. Like I wrote down like how much my tuition costs and put it on my door because I was like, wow, that's a lot of money. I'm not, you know, I I didn't understand those kids who were like, I was like, what do you mean you're not going to class? Like, uh, that's what? Like, do you know how much this shit's costing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went to class. Like there was no cutting class. <laughs> so I know it's been told a, like a billion times, but for the oh. sake of, for the sake of this story, yes. give, us a quick, give us the minute long, like how you met Kathy Grant. Sure. So it's my, like they have a class at NYU. It's called like floor bar and Kathy sort of inherited the class. So I go thinking I'm going to be lying on the floor doing like, floor bar like you know like like basically a ballet class lying on the ground which is what floor bar was in my mind and this old lady comes in and I thought she was friggin ancient I thought she was in her 80s then she was only in her 70s and she comes in and she is badass like just like no nonsense like get your water over there don't do that I want the rugs this way and I was like oh I like her like give me I love some discipline like okay you know like I'm Asian like tiger mommy it up 
So she was and ready for you. And she was just, and, and she just, it was something about, she was like, okay, let's do this sit up and, or just sit up tall and the way, and she just made us all sit there. And like, well, that was hard. And we did like maybe one sit up. And I remember shaking and barely being able to do it. And I thought, huh, I should be able to do a sit up. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I want to be a professional dancer. I should be able to do whatever this woman tells me. And there was just something about her that I loved right away. Um, and I knew it would get me strong. And I knew and I had a little bit of a problem because my back was not, I wasn't able to do a back bend like I used to when I was like literally from, I like did a big show and like my, my version of a big show in Hawaii. I got to New York and I was like, damn it, I can't do a back bend. Like I was, I was kind of hurt. Mm-hmm. And, and I always had back pain, but I just thought, yeah, dancers are always hurt. And I don't know, there's just something about her. And I started going to her as a student. And then I pretty much, it was just, it was just, I was in the right place at the right time over and over again with her. And we were supposed to meet, I guess. And I was supposed to assist her. It just yeah. happened that way. Yeah. It just like, well, because that's, that's the thing, right? I mean, like yeah. so many people, great instructors, you know, probably have some not so great instructors have yeah. worked with Kathy. She worked with a lot of people. Oh my God. She's worked with so many people. Yeah. And some of them are like, as like, uh, I sort of highlight in that little Kathy Grant blog that I have. It's like, yeah, there's some great gems out there that worked with Kathy longer than I did. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you think it was that bonded you to well, um, first of all, I was young. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, was yeah, yeah. I had a lot of energy. And I also, you know, my, my personal like life experience, I knew what, I know what someone, I know when someone's trying to be harmful to me. Uh-huh. And I know when someone was just like, Kathy was never trying to harm me. Mm-hmm. She had her own personal demons, but they were never about me. They mm-hmm. were about her just, and she was just trying to deal with it on her own. Like it just came out sometimes at me. Mm-hmm. It was never about me. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And I knew she loved me and, and she knew that I loved her. So, so part of it was just, I was young and I knew I could handle it. I mean, honey, yeah. like if you, like, if there was a whole separate podcast about my life story, you'd be like, oh yeah, you can handle Kathy Grant. I was like, yeah, bring it. Like yeah. I was strong, like really strong. And I yeah. knew, I mean, granted she broke me too a couple of times. Like there are definitely times where they're like, like tears. And my husband would talk me through it and be like, what the hell are you doing? You know, like, and <laughs> yeah. where I was like, I don't know if this is worth it anymore. And yeah. there are definitely people, like a lot of people, Kathy went through where they're like, it's not so worth it to me. I'm like, yeah, I get it. You know? And, and a lot of people would like come and go because Kathy was intense. The best line I ever heard was once this woman said, and it's in an interview that they gave about Kathy. And she said, yeah, my friendship with Kathy Grant was hard won. And she paused and she said, every friendship Kathy had was hard won. And it's true, man. Like you were, it was a privilege to be a part of her life and world and Mm -hmm. a friend, but it was not without a price, but you know what? I'd pay it all again. And so would most people. Yeah. 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 Now, do you think that's just, do you think it's just who she was or do you think, I mean, like she just, I mean, she, she was, yeah, the black, you know, she was the black woman who just did it. You know, at yeah. a time where when, black women just didn't do it like that. No, and when, and like, I mean, she was the one who'd be like, she'd tell me the story and I'd be like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, honey, when I wanted to get a credit card back in the eight seventies, maybe she's like, I had to have my husband's permission. He had to yeah. sign. I, I was just like, what? 
Yeah. And, and like that is, I mean, all that like strong, independent woman stuff, it came from somewhere. And like having to prove yourself, can you imagine? I, I, I can't imagine. And that's why it's, you know, like even it's sort of like how like people, sometimes you, you meet someone, they're like, what Pilates lawsuit? You know, and then it's like you get right. a dancer who's like mm-hmm. a dancer of color and they're like, oh, yeah, I guess there were no jobs for us, for us back yeah. in the 40s and 50s and 60s. Yeah, like literally none. You weren't allowed. Yeah. yeah. And so here's this classically trained ballerina. Where was she going to go? Mm-hmm. And you know what? And, and it's funny because I'd hear her give advice to dancers because they'd be like, yeah, Kathy, I just got a job on a cruise ship. And Kathy would be like, that's great. You know, because in theory... Like you go to college and you're supposed mm-hmm. to get this artsy job. And she was like, that's great. You're making money dancing. Go for you. Yeah. You know, and that's it. And that, and for Kathy, she's, she came to New York and she danced in the nightclubs because that's where she could make money. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 And that, you know, and so that, and no, that's, and who she was, was just who she was. And, and that's what was so great about Carolyn's sort of introduction of her mm-hmm. is Carolyn sort of touched on that, how just like this was her life, her life's work. Yeah. And when I say this, it was whatever Kathy Grant was doing. She mm-hmm. poured her whole, like if it was arts administration, she was all in. If it was dancing, she was all in. She didn't know how to do less. <laughs> yeah. 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 So what was, I mean, you and I have had some, some talks on this, but what, what was Kathy like as an instructor and how was that um, in relationship with who she was as a person? Like, was she the same person as an instructor as, as not, or what? No, she had two different lives. Uh-huh. You could, she could, she could chew you out as a teacher. And then, <laughs> no, no, no. And like, I'm talking like chew you out. Uh-huh. And then later she'd be like, yeah, I don't know why, um, James Smith is mad at me. <laughs> She's like, I was just talking to her about her Pilates. Doesn't mean I don't want to go to her birthday party. And and it's true. Like, and and, and that was a hard thing for people because they didn't realize like, you know, Kathy was one way in the studio. And if you were her friend, she'd be like, yeah, I'll see you at your party. Right. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, what? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, she was in that sense. She, she separated work and pleasure. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that her family life was like her social life was one thing. Her, <clears throat> her work life was a whole other thing. And mm-hmm. she would in the studio, if she thought you needed to be pushed, if she thought she needed to be hard on you, she was going to go there. Yeah. Scary. Scary. Yeah. Scary. yeah. And you, yeah. yeah. And she, and you know, once I remember being like, sweetie, you're kind of hard on people or I don't know something. And she'd be like, yeah, they need to remember what, what I'm trying to teach them when I'm not there. And there's mm-hmm. this great, I don't know if I've ever told, I don't know if you know this story for me, James, but once she talked about dancing in the nightclubs with, um, I think it's Louis Armstrong. I don't think I've heard this one. Oh my God. It's, it's good. And, um, Louis Armstrong, who I believe was sort of known as pops. Uh huh. And she, and so she's dancing in the nightclubs and she, um, was the captain. So she was in charge of telling the girls when it was time to go on stage. So she had to give them like five minute warning time to go on stage time. Right. And she'd go, um, and she was very quiet. She was the youngest one. She'd go, ladies, um, excuse me, ladies, um, five minutes. And no one would do anything. Or like, ladies, it's time to go. It's time to go, ladies. Let's go. And no one would do anything. And I guess um, Pop saw her doing this. And finally, he called her over, you know, like, did like a little hand motion. He was like, honey, come here. I want you to do Pops a favor. And she's like, <laughs> okay. Next time you tell them, motherfuckers, let's go. <laughs> 
And she was like, oh no, I couldn't. And Kathy was very much like New England, like very kind of proper, like, oh mm-hmm. no, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I, you know, I can't do that. And she go, do he, he was like, no, do it for pops. And so again, she's like, okay, ladies, it's time to go. And no one's listening. And finally she goes, motherfuckers, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and the way she tells it, she's like, and they all listen. And she says it like with this like awe face. Because yeah, she's she, like, surprised. Yeah, but later I was like, "Holy shit!" That was the start. That was yeah, exactly precisely. That's yeah, right. that's her <laughs> like, wait a second. You get more with that than you do with honey. So, mm. oh and, my god, I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. it. All came from Louis Armstrong. I just looked this up. Satchmo was one of his nicknames. I knew that, but yeah, and pops. Yeah, and pops. Pops. Uh huh. Wow. Oh my god, Satch the memory's still pops. working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Could you fact check the rest of my life? <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't fact checking. You were oh, alive. That's amazing. That's good. Okay. I was great. watching when I was watching that interview with you and James, the video, and mm-hmm. he said, uh, "Oh, but don't worry, I'm not going to ask you your favorite cuss word." I was like, "Damn it!" My and favorite. Like, oh, that's easy. <laughs> I mean, pretty much any. Are... I kind of like them all. That's that's hey, true. Lynn, you do. Yeah, Amen. I kind of like them all. Amen. Yeah, I mean, I don't do it in front of my kids so much, but <laughs> I like them all. <laughs> I won't. So, so what was the transition like, Blossom, when you decided to open up your own space? Like, how did Kathy handle that? Was that an easy thing? or Nope. Yeah. Nope. nope. <laughs> so, so you have to remember, so I was with Kathy during the time when Pilates was, became, was like unknown and it became yeah. really and let me tell you the number of times that she was like she'd go to me like blossom i just found out through so and so that so and so is opening a studio and she'd be like how could that person not tell me personally so Mm -hmm. luckily i heard enough of that to be like okay if i'm ever gonna do this i gotta go to her first Mm -hmm. and i did but, you know, it's, it's still scary. And, you know, especially because it wasn't just like, oh, Blossom's opening a studio. She knew, I mean, I'm not dumb. Like, it was like, I'm a part of her. Yeah. So don't go messing up, basically. <laughs> and, um, but, it, you know, I have to tell you, I didn't really want to open a studio. I wanted to work next to Kathy. I wanted to work with her at NYU and, and stay under her wing. I really, mm-hmm. it was safe. I wanted to learn so much from her. But for, um, I wanted to, but for several reasons, it was, I had to, I had to sort of do this thing. And I was like, okay, it's time. And so I did it and it was scary, but I did get her blessing in another sense where she gave me um, some of her original equipment. And, you know, Mm -hmm. that was huge, 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 huge. That was just like, thank you. (laughs) Like, thank Mm -hmm. you very much because that, you know, that stuff had been in storage for 17 years and for her to give it to me, she just gave it to me. Yeah. Is that where the chair came from? That's where the chair chair? and my, one of my reformers and my pedipole came from. Yeah. Yeah. And she was so funny. She's like, you should take the pedipole too. Cause it's just holding up Jim Grant's clothes. That was her husband. (laughs) He just uses it to hang up his clothes. (laughs) Oh my God. Did she give you any advice when you opened up your studio? I'm trying to think, I mean, but not like studio advice, like a couple mm-hmm. things, like don't teach your husband. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so yeah. Like, it's not good for the marriage. I second that. Yeah, thank I think you. we can all second that. Like yeah. that's, that's I a think, thing. I know some people who do and I'm always like props. I don't get it. I can't do it. 
I know. I think it's amazing if you can, because I can't. Yeah, I can't do it. I, I, apparently I say terrible things like, that's all you can do. Right. That's as, <laughs> yeah, or like, that's as low as you can go. And I like make a terrible face. It's, it's bad. It's bad. I mean, as my husband says, I don't need that at, 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 at in the studio and at home. So. Oh dear, yes. poor guy. <laughs> but um, but not. And she said also, yeah, not like how to run my business. Yeah, but more like. Um, so she said that, and she said to never give up teaching my math class at Mark Morris. Uh huh. Which I didn't get at the time, but I get now because, like, yeah. when you teach in the studio, it's a different kind of energy than teaching a group. Yeah. yeah. And if you lose that um, skill of teaching a group. It's a, it's a skill. You kind of don't have it anymore. So that when I go out in the world and I teach a, at a conference, I can kind of, I mean, I can kind of lead any group through anything. You know what I mean? Like put your right foot in, put your, I mean, I can kind of do it because I do it every week and I've been doing it now for like 14 years. So like, yeah, I can teach a group movement class, but it is a skill and it's a, it's like exercise. Like I got to keep moving that arm because I got to make sure that it stays strong to do that thing. Yeah. But now I do remember one thing is I remember once I was at a, at a, at a PMA conference and this woman found out that I was opening up a studio and the woman asked me what my rent was. <laughs> and, and I was young and I told her and it was in front of a bunch of people mm-hmm. and Kathy was, Kathy didn't say anything, but after everyone left and we were walking away, she grabbed me and she was like, honey, don't you ever let a woman talk to you like that again. Don't you ever tell anyone your business. That is your business. You, yeah. you don't need to tell anyone anything. And it was, which is really empowering. She was just like, you know, and, and it's funny because I ran into the same woman again and she tried to uh-huh. bully me into something else. And I just, you know, I really was like, no, <laughs> like, no. Like, and you know, I'm, it's a part of growing up where you just go, no, I'm not going to do that. Or no, you're not going to do X. And, and I remember that. And it's funny. It's one of those little lessons where it's like seeps in. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you don't have, so that was one of the things, but never about how to run my business, which is kind of amazing. Cause she was so bossy in many other ways. <laughs> <laughs> how did she feel about her own business though? Was she like proud of the actual business or was she more proud of her teaching? Oh, she was, no, she was proud of her business. And let me tell you, like, it's funny because people would be like, um, can I call and get a session through, and you're like, can I book a session with Kathy through you? And I was like, oh no, honey. That's, mm-hmm. I, I was like, I can pick up the phone and I can answer the phone and I can speak <laughs> for Kathy, but I can't book you an appointment. Kathy ran her business, mm-hmm. period period. Like there was that, that was, she ran it and she would, she decided what clients she put together and when, no, 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 no. She was very proud. And that's how she ran it. Like, you know, I didn't, nobody ran her business, but herself. Yeah. Well, because Kathy's from my understanding, Kathy's business ran a little different than how like modern Pilates studios are operating. Like how many people would be in there working together? Uh, At least two up to four. Uh huh. Basically, wherever there was space, there could be a body. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes I'd be like, "Well, how many?" Because you know, I'd help her put out the towels, and I'd be, which yeah. was like, "How many clients do you have?" I was like, "How many towels do you need, Kathy?" She would be like, 13. 13? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
And yeah, and she would, and she ran, she taught more like the way Mr. Pilates taught where yeah. you learned some exercises and you came in and you did them and she would drift around and, and, and help you if she thought you needed help or sit back and eat her corn muffin. If she wanted to eat her corn muffin, mm-hmm. <laughs> it, believe me, I'm, I'm working toward that business model. Eventually. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I've seen you do that. It's a uh, well, on a corn Yeah. Muffin, I mean, but... I'm not supposed to be doing that, but I I definitely have chewed over people. <laughs> it's definitely, it's definitely happened. I, I, I would be lying if I didn't say that I have not been like, um, yep. Three more. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think we've all done that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Right. I'm hungry. I know. Right. Oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a hungry girl. I, I get yeah. it. I don't want to be it. starving myself. <laughs> so how long did you own Bridge Pilates before Kathy passed? Um, sh- I opened in 06, I believe, mm-hmm. more like, uh, and she passed in 2010. Oh my God. Was it that long ago? Yeah. It's almost 10 years now. Wow. Yikes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost 10 years. So it, yeah, it had been open and I had just had like my second baby. Uh-huh. Oh my God. What a crazy five years that is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so what was your role in her life and work during that time like after you'd open like how did it transition or did it transition or it totally transitioned I can't remember how long I ended up I stayed like working like I stayed work I think I did like so the NYU schedule was funny it was like four days a week and then in January it would go down to two days a week Mm -hmm. so like I think that like when I opened in January, I sort of worked with her for that whole semester, which involved me like being there two days a week. And then, and then it got sort of sketchy. Like, I think I can't remember exactly when she went to Colorado and had her and got really sick and mm-hmm. put it. And so I think I ended up teaching again, like just two days a week, you know, and it was one of those really messy times where like, you don't know what's happening, like when yeah. Kathy's going to be back and, and, and trying to run a studio, but luckily I don't run a studio in the way most people have a studio where I manage the schedule. I, I really have independent contractors and they manage their own schedules. Yeah. A lot of emailing. Yeah. Yeah. So then Kathy passes. Yeah. And that's when I met you. Oh my gosh. That's right. My first workshop. Yeah. yeah, Kathy passed away in May and I called Jennifer Stacy, who was a friend who always said like, if you ever want to teach a workshop. And I kind of was like, Jennifer, I want to start doing this. Can you please, you know, will you help me? And will you Mm -hmm. host me? And she had me come out and you were there. And I remember you got all my jokes. I did. (laughs) (laughs) I just knew instantly, you know, like when you meet someone and you're like, we're going to be friends, whether this person knows it or not, or I'm going to be creepy and they're going to want to avoid me at all costs. <laughs> so luckily, we luckily it was not the creepy. It was definitely <laughs> not the creepy. Yeah. That was like, that was one of the best workshops I've ever oh been God. to because I felt, you know, you had just held on to Kathy's work. You had so much to say. I, I was going to say so much shit. Was like, yes. Yes. Yeah. I was ready. Like you want it? Here it is. I'll do it. Yeah. 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 So what it, so I I know that you felt that. So what did it feel like to actually, I don't want to say stand on your own because you had had the bridge Pilates and I knew who you were. I'll give you, you mean jump off the cliff? Yeah. What did that feel like? 
uh, it was totally scary. It was totally scary because I have to say, because I hadn't been teaching workshops like mm-hmm. that, because really Kathy kind of didn't let me, I didn't really know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew how to teach. I knew her work. I just, I kind of didn't know how to frame it. I didn't know. I, you know, and I felt like I just, I had so much information. I just want you to know it all. I just really want to share. And I still feel that way, but I've learned that it's a lot of information. <laughs> so right. pull back a little bit because it's a lot of information and it's layered. It's lots and lots of layers. So, um, but it was kind of terrifying, but also really exciting to be mm-hmm. like, okay, uh, but to sort of be like, okay, like, what do I know? But yeah. what was, I think the scariest was sort of like, are people going to, I was, I wasn't sure if people really understood me. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't sure if I was communicating in a way that people got, because I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like a Madeline Black, so to speak, where it's just like, AB, here's, here's this whole outline. And I'm going to then show you exactly what it is. I'm a little, I'm, I'm not like that. And, and I think that's what I fully embrace at that point where it was starting to like really go like, you know what, this is who I really am. And there was a little bit of testing the waters of like, guys, this is who I am. Are you cool with that? Because right. this is how I know how to do it. Yeah. And that's, I think what that period was, was like, first of all, me being like, okay, what do I know? And yeah. are you guys going to re- are you, Oh, you, you, you like this? Oh, good. Because that's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that, yeah. I don't know how to do it any other way. I mean, I can frame it maybe a little bit better now and I, I can talk about it a little bit better now, but for the most part, it's, it's a big old improvisation but mm-hmm. with me, like reaching back, like I'll just go back, like my like my pop story to be like, oh yeah, that's a great story. That's how the Kathy Mean Lady started, you know. Like, but, <laughs> it's true, but, you know. But like, that's how I go. Like, it's back and forth in all yeah. these different layers, and that's just because that's what how I remember it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at that time, so we're talking like 10, 2010, 2011, yes. and yes. you were presenting. Um, you're presenting a lot of like Kathy's work. Yeah. So yeah. Well, what, I wanted to know what I knew. I was oh yeah. Like, no, yeah, totally, yeah. I get it. I totally yeah. get it. You know, and, and it's work that people wanted, people still want to know. I mean, it's Kathy yes. Godwin Grant. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She doesn't have an obsession and with. And her work is so good. Yeah. It's so, 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 so good. good. Yeah. Uh, but at what point were you like, oh, I've actually got a voice of my own too. Well, when you start working in the studio and you're like, huh. This is interesting. And, you know, I was, I, you know, I've taken workshops from Irene Dowd. And, uh-huh. Oh, and yeah. You sort of just watch and you're like, huh. And then you take it into the studio and you just kind of play. Yeah. And I think that's why I'm so grateful to do, to teach clients all the time because you just kind of see what's working. And, and I kind of get to follow. It's like, you know, it's sort of like, oh, this is an interesting thought. Where does this go? And I'm sort of just following my own little things now. It just yeah. kind of happens organically yeah. for lack of a better word. It's just like, no, oh, where's it? It's like, it's like there's this big river flowing and you know how then suddenly you're like, huh, oh, look, there's this little like tributary and you're just going to follow that. And where does this take me? And that's kind of yeah. where I am. Like maybe it'll take me somewhere. Oh, it didn't really go on it. Let me go follow that river back. And okay. Okay. You know, that's kind of how I feel like I'm just kind of figuring it out all the time yeah. and just experimenting with what's working, what's resonating and, and, um, and, and just, I don't know. I'm kind of just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because for me, this is the conversation that, that I want to have with you. Cause I think this is like, 
the takeaway from this podcast, you and I have had a lot of conversations about uh, how, how does Blossom begin to distinguish her work from Kathy's work yeah. while still giving reverence to, you know, the gifts she gave you and the time and, and uh, right. you know, and, and honoring that. And I think that's such a pivotal conversation because we are transitioning within this Pilates world of, of being stuck or stymied by um, having to fit into a box or having yeah. to do what our teachers did and just yeah. replicating that. Yeah. And to me, that was when I, you know, when I was on Pilates anytime and they asked me, you know, the contemporary versus cl- classical, you know, conversation. Yes. And, and I said, you know, I, I don't know because I don't know that I'm contemporary and I know I'm not classical. And why do we even, why can't there be a new thing? Why can't it be modern Pilates? Yeah. Which I love. Well, and precisely. And and I think the reason you love it so much is because your name was at the top of the pyramid when I was thinking about that (laughs) because you're doing it. I mean, you are in my head, like you are modern Pilates. Yeah. I do. I do a little bit of everything. Well, you have this like strong classical background with Romana and with Kathy and blah, blah, blah. And then you have this like Irene Dowd and the work you're doing with physical therapists and oh, stuff. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and you're just, it's coalescing into Blossom's work. Yeah, so yeah. How did you do that? Like what is your process or what advice do you give to people so that it's not, you know, throwing away the years that they've spent with someone, you know, but it's not being stuck there. That's it. You know, it's funny. It's one of those things where I'm just, no one's really asked me how to do it Mm -hmm. because honestly, I just am sort of doing it. But Mm -hmm. I I always tell people like, you're your first Pilates client. Like you Mm -hmm. have to kind of follow what's interesting to you. And if it's interesting to you, it's probably going to be interesting to somebody else too. Mm-hmm. So follow that, like, like, you know, like, like, you know, my, uh, a friend of my, like, you know, it's sort of like, oh, you're interested in that. And yeah, keep going, explore that and fully go there. And I don't know, like I, uh, where I'm headed now sort of came up by accident, but it's still fascinating. I'm still trying to figure it out. And, but for me, I think the way that I sort of keep it, keep it real, so to speak, mm-hmm. is I'm experimenting but I'm still bringing it back to Pilates. Yeah. You know, like what I sometimes see is experimentation. It's just like, oh, there they go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And and I love it, but I'm sort of like, okay, that's great. But I'm really still a Pilates teacher. I'm not a physical therapist. Yeah. I'm not an occupational therapist. Like I teach Pilates. And so I'm just trying to get people to move in a different way, in a strong way, and maybe get them to think about their body. And that's what I do in Pilates, but I do it within the Pilates vocabulary too. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what I think is sort of what I'm doing. And I don't know how I tell, I don't really tell, I think you got to kind of follow your own instincts and see what's interesting to you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and go and like, yeah, fully go there. You, um, really explore it and really, and really see what is interesting and exciting. And then, and then it will be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If that makes Um, sense. So, uh, yeah. So talk to me about your work with, and this is from a purely, I want to know, because we haven't had a chance to talk Uh, on the phone. Talk, talk to me about your work with the physical therapy stuff that you're doing right now. So, so basically, so Kate Johnson is this really incredible dancer and she went to Kathy for years and I always sort of knew she had this husband and I guess at some point I was like, oh, he's a PT. Oh, he's the PT at the Mark Morris Dance Center. Oh, he's a PT for the whole dance group. 
you know, he's a pretty fancy PT, you know, whatever. <laughs> have you. It's, yeah. it's Mark Morris dance group. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, Oh, he's yeah. And you know, like, and that's come to find out like at some point I read his bio. I was like, Oh dear God, he has two doctorates. Like, really? <laughs> oh. yeah. Yeah. Like he has all like alphabet soup after his name. And I'm like, and Blossom is a Pilates teacher. Anyway. So Kate Johnson has a knee surgery. I do a friendly thing where I'm like, hey, Kate, um, I just want to come by, see how you're doing. And instead, Marshall and I have this whole long talk about workshops. And Marshall's really, uh, he's just sort of delightful because he's so knowledgeable, but not annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'd love yeah. those people. I know because, so, and he's done like a couple practice things where, and he's sort of, and he does this whole thing. I'm like, okay, this is the coronal plane. This is the sagittal plane. And usually as soon as you start going there, I glaze over uh-huh. slash I'm intimidated. And yeah. for some reason, like it just made sense. Like I could ask him 10 times, like, okay, what was that again? And he'd be like, okay. You know? And yeah, he taught first year PTs for 20 years. Wow. Mm. Yeah. And anyway, we had this great mm-hmm. conversation and the conversation was this where he was, I was like, Hey, how was that big fancy workshop with all those big fancy people that were there? He was like, you know, Blossom was really good. Except he was like, you know, Blossom, Blossom, no one asked any questions. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah. He was like, I have a doctorate in biomechanics and I got lost. <laughs> And he was like, and there were these people there who don't have that. And they're, nobody asked a single question. I'm like, really? <laughs> and so I, we had this whole conversation about how I think that sometimes, especially, you know, people who are leaders in the industry, they don't want to ask questions because they're supposed to know. Absolutely. Yeah. And anyway, we had this whole conversation of like what our dream workshop would be. And then we, I was like, well, let's just do it. <laughs> and so that's what we've been doing. I've been kind of just playing around with um, this, these concepts that he's been working on. And, and it's been really fun because it's sort of like, okay, so, and my favorite conversations are like, okay, so this is what we want to work on. What do you see? And he's like, well, when I, when people come to me and they're talking about their shoulders, this is the problem I'm seeing. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. This is the, I see that same problem. And it's like, okay, well, how do you deal with it? How do I deal with it? And then we kind of pull it together. I don't know. It's been really fun sounds like a dream come oh my gosh I know I know and it's and the kind of fun part is that you know it's not our like full-time day job so to speak it's like a side project but it's been really sorry my husband just came home it's been just really fun to just experiment with that and also just like uh like sort of like bounce ideas off each other you know Mm -hmm. it's been really fun and also I feel like I don't know. I feel like we're on to something and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, yeah. you, you really are is. because I am dying to go to the workshop. I just Ooh. haven't had time. Well, we'll be announcing our next one soon. I know. Ooh. Anyway, but yeah, but part of it too, what we're trying to do is like teach something and then give you time to do it in the studio with clients because you know, you don't know what you know until after the workshop's over and you go like, wait, what was that again? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh God, it's so true. It's right. Very true. Right. Yeah. And then two weeks later we meet again and then you can ask questions. Yeah. That's yeah. brilliant. That's right? because that's, that's the, that's exactly right. Anyway. So we're trying to, you know, we're just, we're trying to work on all different formats, but, but the problem with that is that it's hard for people, especially for out of town to come and attend a workshop. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. we'll figure it out, but you know, it's it's well, interesting. What I love about, I mean, a it's brilliant, but it's also it's sort of like, um, you know, you're you're personally redefining like what a workshop is, and yeah. 
and the experience there, which I think is, you know, becoming more and more critical as the markets become more and more saturated yes. uh, of <laughs> what is this that I'm doing and why are people still interested in this? Yes. Uh, so I love it. I love well, it. But now I will say though, even though we've tried to break the mold, a lot of people like the stuff that comes out of the mold. Meaning yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, 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 you know, it's, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. But whatever, we're just going to keep doing it and keep doing fun stuff. And, but it's also really, uh, the last thing I want to say about Marshall is that, so like, I was like, you should do something on scoliosis. He goes, yeah, well, if I do that, I'm going to want to read everything about scoliosis. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah, I want to read everything. I was like, you mean some of it? He goes, no, everything. <laughs> <laughs> like okay dude that's you know but you know like that's the kind of professionalism we're talking yeah. about and also the other thing that's interesting about working with someone from that kind of background is he comes from the completely medical point of view like he's like well you know there hasn't been research done on that or you know i can't do that because i'm liable and yeah. it's you know and which is not quite the framework that pilates teachers are in yeah know, which i'm really grateful for yeah you know what so, I mean? Anyway. Out of this experience, okay. out of this yeah. experience, are you finding that more of your work is validated or that you have to kind of go back and rethink some stuff? Oh, both. Both. Oh. Some of it I'm like, oh, yeah. But a lot of it's totally validated, actually. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it's it's funny. Well, and it's and that's the fun part. Like, oh, or or I'll do a thing. I'm like, yeah, I do that. But if I add that extra little wrinkle in, you're right, that does that thing that that people need or yeah it's so it's been really it, it, so yeah there are some things that I'm like oh great I'm totally on point or other things like oh I was a little off point on that one I think <laughs> that's so indicative of the rich kind of learning though right I mean yeah you don't want to just be right yeah it's no boring you know and it, it just isn't really is. comfortable. but really there's some people who only like to be right yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not our friends. I'm yeah. Kidding. I was going to say the same thing, but I'm glad you said it first. <laughs> so you have that project going on. And then your other passion project that you've been talking about forever is the Kathy Grant website. I know. I finally did it. I know. Thank God. I know. Well, just wait. I got another project oh, coming yes. up. Yes. We're like three peas in a pod. My goodness. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Blossom is part of our crew, Chantel, where it's just yeah, like, hello. I'll be waiting. halfway through a project and there's 40 more coming along. Right. That's right. That's right. Yes. yes. So, uh, so how's that going? Like, what is your, I know what's going on with, and uh, real quick, what is, uh, what's the website? So if people are listening, they oh, can kind of pop over Ka- there. KathyGrantPilates.com. Yeah. So, you know, right now it's got a lot of, of testimonials and, mm-hmm. and some exercises and stuff. Is that, is it an homage website or are you taking it somewhere else or do you know yet? No, that's kind of it. I mean, uh-huh. I, what I'm really trying to do is just keep, I want to just keep gathering and gathering more people. Like yeah. on the website, there's this really interesting footwork that this woman named Diana Simpkin did. Oh, I'm mm-hmm. looking at it right now. Yeah, it's amazing. It's totally like, like, and it's funny because she, she was like, I was like, well, what, you know, what exercise do you want to include? And she sort of gave me two options. And I was like, yeah, do that one. Cause I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that's why I wanted to do this is because I know that I know Kathy very well, but only in this one, from this one part of her life, there are so many other people that know so many other things and I want to see it. And that footwork is kind of amazing. It's like, just looking at that picture, I'm like, oh my God, how many balls is she using? A lot. A lot. (laughs) A lot. lot. That takes a lot of balls. It does. It It gives a whole new meaning to that. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally like, entertaining myself. Yeah, believe me. I just so, bought a bunch of balls for people, and it's like, please don't send them to me in blue. I cannot tell talk about <laughs> again. Anyway, what were you saying, James? Oh God! So we know we know now that you were the little Hawaiian girl who wanted to leave. The little Hawaiian girl that could. Yeah, we know we know about your Kathy stories and your bodies. Yes. yes. What's what's inspiring you now, or what are you looking forward to to keep you inspired? I mean, I, that's funny. Um, I I I. I I'm, I don't know. This is going to sound so crazy. I'm kind of always inspired. Yeah. Well, I mean, I see it in your Instagram account. I mean, like when I, when, when I look at your Instagram account and it's like, you know, it's like you were just in awe over fall leaves. Oh, it's true. Aren't they so pretty? Oh, I just love you. (laughs) They're so pretty though. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. And that's, yeah. Like, yeah, leaves and flowers and like, yeah, I, I post pictures of flowers all day. Yeah. Well, and, and I love it because you resisted all of that social media stuff for it's so long. It's true. It's true. And now look at me. And now you're sucked in like the rest of us. Well, I, you know, I just wasn't sure how to do it yep. in a way that, yeah. that where I didn't feel like a whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how else to put it? I just but like, you know what, if you go back to like the original, you know, thing of being, you know, the Hawaiian that's, you know, influenced by environment and noticing, just noticing, that's what yeah. your Instagram account That's true. Is. You're right. Like there's it lots really of- is. It's like, here's a shape I like. I don't know why I like uh-huh. it, but it's that's right. Shape. It's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's, it's totally true. you. Oh, but, so, but, but keep going. As, as we wrap up, uh, you you have the privilege of working with a lot of people. I know you. I know some of your regular clients, and you work with a lot of outer towners. Yes, I do. Do you notice a common thread as to what people are you know looking for within their practice? Is there like a thing people are actually looking for that they're using Pilates to to suss out? Um, I think everyone's just trying to figure out what's going on with their body. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of I can't find my ass Yeah, happening out there in the world. Like, I have a lazy butt. I have a lazy butt. It's like, yeah, I know you have a lazy butt. And I'll show you if you did it, if you did a couple of changes here and there, you'd find your ass again. So there's a lot of lazy butts out there, Mm -hmm. um, which I find interesting. And I think people are also just looking for a change up to the routine, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and which I luckily, well, at least that's what I think they're looking for. And I think that's what I, I, I can do well. So I often would be like, oh, okay. So you do, I kind of know the schools well enough. I'd be like, oh, so that's what you do. Okay. So let's do this. Yeah. You know, Cause I just want to show them a little bit, like if they can just do a couple of changes here and there, I can, you know, it can make a big difference in the world in their work. Cause I feel like what a lot of instructors forget is, or get into is they get into like a rut. Yeah. Well, like, I think they get into this idea that there's a right way to do something instead of variations on, on stuff. Yeah. As opposed to our body gets used to anything. So mix uh-huh. it up people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I agree. 
So we kind of touched on it a little bit with the modern Pilates talk and how you sort of, you know, gravitate. You were the first person to comment on it, you know. To I me was, wasn't it. I? So what, to you, when you heard modern Pilates, like what did that mean to you or why did you resonate with that so much? Uh, because because it was a, uh, it was neither here nor there, which is how I feel. Yeah. It wasn't classical, it wasn't contemporary and I'm kind of tired of those two classifications and so I'm tired of the binary you know conversation yeah Yeah. so um so it was and I was just like yeah I like it because it's yeah I'm neither here nor there and and because you know I feel like for so long I had that identity crisis too of like what am I Mm -hmm. where because I don't you know and yeah because I think that's why I was just like yeah I like it yeah yeah uh so blossom yes sir we've been wrapping up for 20 minutes with (laughs) with the way we do things (laughs) we've been wrapping up the conversation 14 times today yes (laughs) uh but um with with the with the general question and the question is with everything going on in the world in our lives you know it, it can get heavy it can get tough to celebrate sometimes and find the joy so, you know, with this year coming up, what do you plan to celebrate within your practice? I mean, just moving. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like just, just trying to just keep it moving. I'm trying a few, a few new things. Like I tried trapeze the other day. I that know. Fun. Fun. And you've been doing your Indian club still. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? Brought those the back. I think, have you been clubbing? I have been clubbing for years. Excuse me. I know. I know. We can club together. Uh, you've been holding out on me all these years. <laughs> really? Yeah. I, I'll take a, I will take a picture of mine at the student and I'll send it to you tomorrow. What? Um, so, what so I sound like I'm getting competitive. How many pounds do you do? Uh, if I remember, I think mine are just one pound. Oh, good. Great. <laughs> continue. Five pounds. Continue. Five yes. pounds. 27. Why? Why do you ask? <laughs> Yeah, I love my clubs. Yeah, no, I just like them for, uh, you know, just for the mobility aspects. And yeah. that's what I use it for. It's not really a, a, a muscle building thing. No, it's, it's about moving in the joints and in yeah. ways that we don't. It's about being weight bearing. And I love all the spirals you can do with it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. What were, was there a question? <laughs> This is how our conversations go. This is how this and um uh what was the last donut you ate, Blossom? Because I can't leave without knowing. I mean, I had a cinnamon roll this morning. My husband. Mine was a cinnamon roll roll last weekend. This last weekend. Last weekend, I kind of have a sweet treat a day. Okay, now I feel like we've had a conversation. We nerded out and we got to talk about food. We're done here. Okay, all right, food (laughs) I mean. It is always, always, always a good time on the Thinking Pilates podcast. So if nothing else, you can count on us for that. We obviously hope that you loved this episode with Blossom and James and I. We had a ton of fun making it, and we are really excited that it is um, out in the world now for everybody to listen to. So thank you for your kind attention. We really hope that it made an impact on you. Before you go, we have a few extra things to share. By now, many of you have heard about Momentum Fest, this awesome celebration of movement and Pilates that's happening this summer, June, June 22nd through 24th in Broomfield, Colorado. And this is the inaugural year of this event created by 
Jessica and Brian Vallant. And as the days tick by and the seasons begin to change, I've been thinking a lot about the summertime and being there in Colorado and at the Omni Lockin Hotel and Retreat Center for the festival. And so I thought that I would share a little fantasy daydream with you about being there because sometimes it's just cool to put ourselves a little bit out in the future and to kind of sink into what the experience might be like. So for me, I'm imagining sunshine and clean air as I walk around the hotel and the retreat center, which is so gorgeous. And you know, you have that, that sense of like the smell of the trees and the retreat center is surrounded Um, by trees, which is so beautiful. And then of course there's lounging areas and there are pools and there's just a scent about it. There's a smell of summer. There's the smell of the trees. And then there's the sound of happy people. And this is the thing that I, that my attention keeps being drawn to is the sound of my friends and my colleagues Uh, their excited chatter, the smiles on their faces. And you know, when you leave a movement class or you watch a student leave and you can see how almost vibrant they look, right? Their faces are relaxed, their bodies are at ease, they're walking more smoothly. I'm just imagining um, like an acre worth of people walking around like this and talking about how good it is to be moving and to be around people who just want to move and without any, you know, need for it to be right or wrong, or even without any need to call what we're doing Pilates, just, just moving and just exploring. And for me, the Momentum Fest is going to be such a, an awesome opportunity to really just move and to see how people are being creative in their own bodies and, um, to have a ton of fun and really take the time to be in celebration of ourselves, our bodies and movement. And to do that with people of like-mindedness in the middle of a beautiful setting, I just can't think of anything better. So want to make sure you have all the information about Momentum Fest. Again, it's happening June 22nd through 24th in Broomfield, Colorado, which is right outside of Boulder, very close to the airport. And there is an amazing lineup of teachers, including our very own James Crater. I know we've got a whole posse of people from Northern California who are going. Um, The other thing I wanted to make sure that you knew about was the opportunities to become an ambassador for Momentum Fest. And you can find out more about that on their website, MomentumFest.com. There are, of course, all the necessary links in the show notes. Check it out. Uh, let them know if you have any questions and we'll be seeing you there, we hope. And speaking of seeing you, you can look in the show notes, dig around and see what James and Deborah and I are up to. We've got so much coming up this spring and into the summer and even making big plans for the fall and winter of 2018. So if you want to connect with us, you want to hang out with us and do some moving and grooving, look at where we're going to be. We also want to tell you how grateful we are for you and for the time that you take to listen to the podcast. If you love the podcast, if you love what we're talking about, if you want to 
share it, we would love that too. And so one of the best ways you can do to spread the word is to leave us a review on iTunes. And it's so super simple. Once you get hooked up and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, you can leave a review and um, tell the world how lovely you think we are. (laughs) Um, We really are grateful for you. And it's your conversations and your comments and your feedback that keep driving us forward and um, keep just affirming that we're on the right track. So you can also like us on Facebook, Thinking Pilates Podcast. Check out our new beautiful website. If you haven't already, that's where the show notes lived, thinkingpilates.com. We want to hear from you, so leave your comments uh, at the bottom of each podcast uh, post, and we can interact with you, we can answer your questions, we can um, you know, really just be in dialogue with each other. The other way to reach us is thinkingpilatespodcast at gmail.com. So if you have a request, an idea for a conversation, something you want us to talk about, somebody you want us to talk to, that is the best way to get in touch with us. And until next time, teach well.